everyone. This is the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm Florence Bremer. I'm your host. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 21 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. This week's podcast is going to discuss um, trying to prepare for a future surge of business. And first of all, I have to apologize. I was dark last week. I did not post a show. I didn't post a repeat show. I was beyond busy. Like I can't, I can't even get over it. So not this last week, but the week before I had court every day. And um, it was court where I actually had to go places on several of the days. One day I had to go to South Phoenix, which is about an hour from my office. Another day I had to go to Cottonwood, which is about an hour and a half from my office. And, and then another day I had to spend the day in um, kind of North Phoenix, not far from my office, but I had to be there for several hours. So my week was just screwed up. And uh, luckily, my associates um, is back working. Um, But that week where I had all the court, she actually had a couple of days where she had to leave early for her kids. So um, I only had staff for um, two full days and then um, three half days. And so it just was all this work. And um, my legal assistant wasn't back yet. She actually came back this last Thursday, and it felt like a, a rainbow came out over over my life. And um, I'm working um, with someone new at my office in a legal assistant um, position, starting them off kind of um, part-time and seeing how it goes and seeing if um, they're able to help. And um, I used a law clerk um, for the last two weeks to kind of help me with some projects that I was working on and needed things to get filled in. I hope that you cannot hear coughing in the background. I'm in my studio, air quotes studio, which is my closet, and I can hear um, my husband kind of coughing in the next room, and it's echoing in my headphones, so hopefully you guys don't hear it. So that was the week before, and now this this week was the first week in probably six weeks where I started to feel semi-human again and it was still a busy week like my Wednesday and my Thursday were jam-packed where I had meeting and meetings in court from morning until afternoon and um, and then I didn't have anything scheduled this Friday and I worked you know I still worked several hours but I also took a couple hours off and went to Costco I was like my vacation. And um, I love Costco. And I know that there's been converts for a long time, but I'm still relatively new to it. I never went there. I always thought it wasn't for me. I just pictured it as a place where you would get giant jars of mayo. And it's really not like that. It's um, 
you know, you can get, you can get like kind of semi bigger things of water, like maybe a 48 pack as opposed to a 24 pack, or maybe you get like two large size mustards for a certain price, but you're not buying like a, a restaurant tub of mustard. So I had a, um, a skewed view of what Costco really meant. And now that I go to it, we just love it. And, um, a lot of times, um, I'll go and, and get like some food ideas. Like they always have things where it's like, you know, um, like a huge pack of Beyond Burgers and Beyond Burgers can be kind of expensive in terms of, um, when you're buying them at the grocery store and when you get them at Costco, you get a bunch for a cheaper amount of money and it works out really well. Hold on a second. I'm just kind of adjusting my microphone. So that was, um, you know, had my little Costco vacation. Also the week prior, just wanted to give like a little bit of heads up on, um, getting out in the world again. I went to a wedding last Saturday. As I record this, this is Saturday morning. And last Saturday, I went to a wedding. It was my cousin's daughter's wedding. And it was lovely. It was at the super fun place. Um, they live in Casa Grande, which is between Phoenix and Tucson, if you're familiar with Arizona. And they had it, it was called, I think it was called the it was the something theater. I feel like it's called the Paramount Theater. And it was like an old movie theater, like one of those one, um, one uh, theater movie theaters. Or maybe it could have been a concert venue. I'm not exactly sure. But they use it for events. And on the stage, the wedding party sat. And then there were tables spread out. Um, I was nervous I was, you know, I've been seeing these stories since COVID began where they talk about these super spreader events where there's a wedding and then everyone gets sick. And so I was scared, but I knew that, um, I knew that if people weren't, weren't feeling great, that they weren't going to be there. Um, and it's my family, which is large, but I also knew it wasn't going to be a, a thousand people. They also did a thing where they didn't have, it was an adults only reception. So they didn't have any of the kids there, which cuts down the amount of people by a ton, like probably cuts it down by half because everybody has all these big families. So for my family, it was just my husband and I that went because my two older daughters have children. So have babies so it would be hard for them to go and then my other daughter is 13 so she wouldn't have been able to go so just my husband and I went it was the first time we had been out together I since I don't know when like forever forever and ever and it was a nice time like we I actually danced a little bit and um, we were talking to all our family we hadn't seen in a long time it was nice and it's a week later and everybody's healthy and on Facebook all this week we just saw beautiful pictures from the wedding posted and were able to share those with um, our kids so they could see how nice the wedding was and how beautiful the bride was and how happy the groom was and just was a nice event it made me feel 
a little bit uh, regular again. Especially, I, I needed it. Um, as, as tired, I'll tell you this, I was exhausted. And we ended up, um, it, I had this, it's a long, long story, but this thing that I was doing for one of my clients was kind of keeping me on call for the weekend. And so we left for the wedding kind of late. Like the actual wedding was at 4.30 and we probably left at 5.30 and we had over an hour drive, like hour 15 drive. So by the time we got there, I'd say it was close to 7. And we walked in like right when um, food was getting served. So from our perspective, it turned out great <laughs> because um, we were able to show up just for dinner and socializing and dancing and... Um, and got to see everybody still. So it was great. And um, so I, I, like I said, I just needed it. I needed to feel like a real person again. I got dressed up, um, wore heels. I was probably more dressed up than I needed to be. Because um, my family is, you know, they're, they're casual. So a lot of people wore just, I mean, beautiful dresses, don't get me wrong, but and probably like, more like uh, cocktail dresses as opposed to gowns. And I wore this um, dress I'd been dying to wear forever. I had gotten it on sale at Macy's and it's like a satin um, yellow gown, which, and I never wear yellow. And um, I just felt like a, a, like a movie star. Felt great. Felt great to just get super dressed up. And, and my husband put a suit on and, and I told him, I'm like, I don't think you necessarily need to wear a suit. You know, like you could wear a shirt and a tie. And um, if you wanted to, a lot of people at the wedding had like a shirt and tie and jeans. And so everyone was wearing whatever they wanted to do to dress up. Um, but we got really dressed up and it was, it was fun. And, and we, um, listen to music all the way there and, and talked all the way there and listened to music on the way home and, and, and just had a very, very nice time. So, um, I want to talk about a couple more things and I'm cutting my podcast a little bit short, um, because I'm just having another weekend where I'm this weekend, it'll be more relaxing, but I'll also be working. I have a giant brief that I'm working on and it's due next week and I'm a big chunk into it, but I really need to buckle down and get it done. So, okay. Um, the topic that I wanted to talk about is preparing for a surge in business. So I know lots of lawyers that I've talked to, lots of business owners that I talk to, have been really, really busy. And it hasn't slowed down. But it occurred to me this week that there is the potential to have a surge in business in the next few months. Um, I think a lot of people are sort of waiting till after the election to see how the um, see how the election goes one way or another. And then they may move forward on whatever it is that they're thinking on doing, starting a business, bringing forth a lawsuit, um, getting their estate planning done, like whatever it is that they're wanting to do. So I think we may have this surge in business. So regarding um, 
Regarding moving forward, a thing that really, really needs to be done for everybody is having your technology in order. I think I do to a certain extent. Like I have the ability to do Zoom meetings. I can do other meetings, the MS meetings, um, which the court is switching to from the go-to meetings. I can do go-to meetings as well. And um, just whatever you need to do in terms of meetings, I'm, I'm ready. And then my office is ready from the perspective of in-person meetings. We're still trying to keep them limited where we can, but we have uh, masks on hand. I just bought some cloth promotional masks to give to clients as well. And uh, we have sanitizing measures in place where we have the disinfectant wipes that are done after every client leaves. We have the Lysol spray. Uh, hand sanitizer is throughout the office. And then um, a, a nice uh, foamy soap, foam up your hands when you wash your hands in the bathroom or at the kitchen sink. So we have our, our procedures in place. But with tech, um, I think we're doing pretty well. But here's the other thing that makes it all really, really hard is that it is getting relied on so much that it makes it difficult to be able to make sure that your tech is working all the time. So for instance, um, this week, just this week alone, my email and website went down. So they're um, hosted by web.com. And I was waiting for an email, like on top of it all, I was waiting for an email with something specific that I needed to know that afternoon. And I go to my email and it's down. So I get on the phone, try to call web.com. And they say we're having some sort of outage. And they say an outage that isn't related to me. And they say if you have this related outage, there's no need to wait on the phone. I said, well, that's not my outage, but I'm guessing that it's still related. But I'm going to try to wait on the phone. I waited for an hour no one ever came to the phone, and um, finally I just hung up. And I called my um, internet company on a different line to just say, hey, I'm having this problem. I don't think it's related to you, but can you check? And it wasn't, but I was just trying to see what I could do. And then finally I had to leave, <laughs> and um, and then it came back on, and I was trying to work remotely, and it just was a pain in the butt. And then on top of it all, same week, I called into a court hearing and it's dead silence. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I get onto my email and the court sends an email. We have no internet at the court. We have an internet outage throughout the court. I mean, what a nightmare. That's all the court is relying on is internet. People are working from home. And so um, luckily, the opposing counsel got the message before I did and quickly set up a telephonic call. So it all worked out great. All right, so make sure your tech is in place. The other thing is make sure you um, have your staff in place. So I think I'm finally, finally getting back to the point where it's starting to feel more normal again. My legal assistant is back from her surgery She's moving kind of slow, 
but um, so she's feeling better. She's glad to be back at work. Um, but she's back and we're, and it, it finally felt like we were getting some stuff done. And then my, um, associate is there. And then I hired someone new who's going to help with some of the more errand type things. And so that was good news as well. And then I've also been, um, working with some independent contractors on some projects where, um, it's, it's kind of, it's ideal and not ideal. Um, you know, you still have to do the work as the attorney, but then you can kind of give some of the, I don't know what, what, how to refer to it, like some of the polish to the, to the independent contractor and say, Hey, I'm working on this complaint. Here's the facts that I've already put together. Can you put it in a complaint form for me? And that was helpful and felt like we were getting some work done as well. And then, um, kind of not related to any planning that I did, but some cases that I'd been working on actually settled and some of the work cleared out. So definitely felt like light at the end of the tunnel. Another thing I'll say for preparing for a future surge in business is rethink your marketing or review your marketing. So I'm getting rid of a marketing product that I've used for three years. My contract with it is up and um, I, I'm not going to renew it right now. It was, it was okay. Like it was fine. Um, but it also was one of those marketing products that you get so many inquiries that a lot of times you're answering the inquiries um, and, it, and it's taking up a ton of your day. So the rate of return was not bad, but there was also a lot of time that you spent um, dealing with things that weren't going to turn into work. And I want to take a break from it. I may go back to it. I talked to my representative and I said, I'm like, oh, I'm like good with the product. Like you, you have an okay product. It's good. But I'm going to take a break from it and, and see how it, it works. I ran a spot on a podcast that I like. So that was brand new and just kind of for fun. Um, what am I doing that's new? Um, I guess like nothing new in terms of new. L- took a look at my other things that I'm doing in terms of marketing. Everything else seems to be working okay. And I'm going to um, continue with my other products right now. And then, um, you know, always keep looking for something new. So that's part of like dealing with the with the surge as well. All right. Um, oh, another thing, maybe just relook at your website and see what's new and and, and see if there's anything new to put on it. Like maybe you want to put a little something about COVID on it, like how you're dealing with COVID. That's actually something I need to do. I don't have any message that says, hey, we're open, you know, during this time. And, and I haven't gotten a call necessarily where people have asked me if I was open. Um, but maybe on my website, it would make sense to have something like that on there. Also, I've noticed a lot of people have been under the impression that the courts are closed. They're not closed. The courts never closed in Arizona. They worked at a much different capacity, and a lot of the hearings became telephonic or video, 
but they were never closed. You could still go file things. I had people who called me and said, hey, I, you know, have this case that I want to do. And I was going to file it myself, and I never filed it because the courts were closed. And I was like, oh, hey, just to let you know, they were never closed. So just a couple of things to think about in preparing for um, a future surge in business. Like I said, I'm doing a a shorter podcast today. Um, I wanted to check in with everybody and um, get a podcast out there. And I'm hoping that things are getting a little bit back to normal in my life. And I'm able to um, keep up with the weekly podcast. I anticipate that happening. Um, So I am anxious to talk to everybody next week. A little bit of uh, some pop culture stuff to talk about. Um, The Haunting of of Bly House on Netflix. I was looking forward to this so much because of how much I love The Haunting of Hill House. It was good. It, it was good, especially about halfway in. There's nine episodes. Halfway in, I felt it really kicked in. It is going to have the inevitable comparisons to The Haunting of Hill House, without a doubt, because you cannot... That show was just so stinking good. I mean, very scary. Um, some really, really big surprises. Um, th- like, one of the most shocking things that I've ever seen in a show where my mouth just dropped open when it was revealed. And I, of course I can't reveal it to you, but the haunting of Hill house was so great. And it was great because I mean, I always really liked like the family situations and especially it went back between the adult kids and the, and then went back to the past to the kids when they were little and it just did a really good job of it. The Haunting of Bly House is great. The one actress, I don't know her name, played her part so weirdly this time that there's a lot of jokes about it. Like how she walked in, um, and, and it was supposed to be set in the 80s, and she wore really, really ugly 80s clothes. And everyone else was kind of regular, so that was sort of funny. Um, and she had very 80s hair. Like she went all out on the 80s. And... It, it still was good. I felt the first couple of episodes um, moved kind of slow, but I was hooked. And then once I got to about the fourth episode, I was really hooked, and I actually had to binge it this week. And in fact, I think maybe I tired myself out a little bit because on Friday night, I ended up sleeping like nine and a half hours. Um, so a combination of working too much and maybe um, a little bit of binging just sort of knocked me out. Um, Okay, everybody, I'm going to um, sign off for today. Oh, and one more little tip. If you have allergies, I just want to recommend a product to you. There is a fine mist saline spray that you can get anywhere. So there's like the regular saline spray where it's just like the saline liquid that, you know, goes in and that that's fine but I found one I saw an ad for it and then tried it and it's actually a little bit life-changing it's a fine mist and I haven't been using any kind of allergy pills I've just been using the fine mist spray and um, blowing my nose afterwards and it's just cleared me right up. I feel like my breathing is so much better. So if you do have allergies and you want to try something new, definitely 
try that out. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette, on Facebook under my name, and under my law firm, Law Office of Florence Brummer. You can find me on my website, BrummerLaw.com. I'm also on Patreon. Thanks for listening, and I will be back next week.